Welcome in everyone to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm Glenn Martin here with my co-host James Haskell and of course DK is in the back running the sticks. In this episode we're going to discuss why the Ravens not only should they shouldn't they signed DeAndre Hopkins but they absolutely will not sign DeAndre Hopkins for the reasons that we're going to break down in this video. But before we do it uh, Jim Bell, how you doing tonight? How's I'm doing good. What about yourself? Doing well, doing well. The O's offense exploded early in this one, so they're up to a they have an early eight-one lead. Well, not early, it's six inning, eight-one uh, lead. So let's hope that the uh, the O's can get off this little little recent slide and get back in the in the win column. As That's right. That's right. Absolutely. And make sure when you guys get a second, if you're enjoying the video, if you're enjoying the content, hit the subscribe button, turn your notifications on. And give us a like button for the love and the algorithm. But, mm-hmm. Glenn, you said it. The Ravens won't sign DeAndre Hopkins. And we have um, some really two buckets uh, as far as reasoning uh, mm-hmm. behind why. One of them is is really player-based as far as, like, personnel, like production on the field. The other one is um, – reporting from sources and before we talk about this something that glenn and i want to make clear is that when you do what we do there are two things you give your opinion and sometimes you report and it's outside of your own opinion so a portion of this will be us reporting from sources that we have and not giving our opinion i want to make sure that those things are mutually exclusive uh because it doesn't mean that's how we feel just because something that we say about a player i think that's important to mention all that being said, I think we're in the safe we're in the safe zone. That I've I've spent two minutes explaining that. Um, so You're scared, but, Jimbo? No, I mean I'm not. I just don't want people to confuse our opinions because I don't know this stuff about him. So yeah, I yeah, wouldn't right, want right. to say that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, but we have heard some some things about DeAndre Hopkins that would maybe cool the Ravens on him as far as concerns on him mixing with the culture here in Baltimore. So talk to me a little bit about that, Glenn. Yeah, yeah. So we spoke to someone who, uh, you know, is, is is connected in the NFL and knows and, and, and you know knows uh, knows some guys. And um, basically, when the news was first broke that DeAndre Hopkins was released by the Cardinals, initial reactions like most people, myself and I think Jimmy included, were, "Oh, you know, let's go get this guy." Mm-hmm. Uh, but then, you know, the you know, the, the individual we're talking to, you know, spoke to some some sources a little bit closer to the situation uh, over in Arizona and got basically a, a report that was surprising to hear, you know, because on the outside looking in, you know, as a receiver, what we see on TV is a guy who, you know, even when he was dealing with some pretty subpar quarterback play in his times, both with Houston and, you know, as of late with Arizona when Colt McCoy took over, he's dealt with some pretty rough quarterback play and still had incredible production. Never really heard anything negative as far as, far as him in the uh, in the locker room being, you know, a disruptive player, anything like that. However, the source we spoke to did say that this that DeAndre Hopkins has a bit of a reputation of being a, a more of a me guy than a team guy, more of a, a guy who wants to make sure he gets his stats and gets his target share you know, kind of above all. And 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 that kind of concern, I think, is is part of the, you know, part of the reason. This is just part of the reason why I don't think the Ravens are going to bring in DeAndre Hopkins. You know, this is this is a, a locker room that I think the 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 culture of the locker room, the the cohesiveness of the locker room is taken super serious here in Baltimore, maybe more seriously than it is in some other cities. 
uh, or some other teams, I should say. And so I, I think that because of the the weight that John Harbaugh puts on that category and Eric DaCosta as well, you know, when they hear those kinds of things, it at least makes them pause. And I think it makes them kind of dive deeper in the situation. Obviously, they have, you know, connections far deeper uh, than we do. And I think that maybe they're hearing some of the same things. And that could be part of the reason why uh, I don't think DeAndre ends up here in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I, I would agree with you in saying that the Ravens are very sensitive, maybe more sensitive than others, to safeguarding the 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 culture and the fabric of that culture that, that is built. Now, that doesn't mean, because I can already see people saying it in the comments, oh, the Ravens only take choir boys. Oh, the Ravens only. I don't think that's 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 the case. And, I mean, I think the Ravens have proven that time and time. Look, we just signed the the biggest name in the nfl and obj go look at his instagram following and and you can tell right there right he's certainly yeah. a personality look at steve smith and you know the lists go on and on as far as guys that we marcus peters guys that we have that have big personalities but the ravens want guys to be team first right like personality be damned we want you to be team first and um that was a bit interesting when i heard that i was taken aback a, a bit um yeah. But also, I mean, not totally surprised. It's it's it is what he is. He is who he is. And if if those reports indeed are true, I would absolutely agree that the Ravens will not take him. But there's another uh, piece of this, Glenn, which I think you and I uh, both agree on. We have a consensus on is that, you know, there's there's really this debate. And DK brought this up to us. And I kind of want to dive into a little more because a lot of people are saying, OK, bringing DeAndre in is like going all putting all your chips on the table. Right. And mm-hmm. saying uh, this is this this year or bust. This is what it is. But you know, Eric DaCosta is always talking about having one eye in the present, one eye in the future. And so, if you do that, you do it at the detriment of the production of just to name a few names: Rashad Bateman, uh, Zay Flowers, Isaiah Likely, Charlie Kohler. Basically, everyone as a pass catcher, except maybe OBJ, and obviously even OBJ, but maybe not as much. But I won't say the production. What I'll say is the development. I don't think this is going to stunt OBJ's development. He's further along in his career. But certainly the development of these younger guys. So really, in my mind, it comes down to what is worth more, the DeAndre Hopkins production or the development of these guys. What say you in regards to to that? Well, I can tell you what most people are going to say is, I mean, forget the development of those guys (laughs) if you can add a better player. Sure. And – so it's hard to argue, you know, with that side of things. And also, you know, there is those who say, look, Rashad Bateman, OBJ have, you know, have a pretty recent, pretty rough recent history with injuries. And so if one or both of those guys go down, you know, then where are you at? So I, I certainly understand that. But I would say right now there's five locks on this roster from the wide receiver position. If you bring in DeAndre Hopkins, apart from, Again, a long-standing injury because even a short injury at this point, in the, you know, in the early parts, whether it's camp or the early parts of the season, isn't going to cause a major disruption in the in the roster. Mm-hmm. So unless it's a massive injury, that would basically lock up and destroy all competition at the position, would it not? Like in camp, why is a guy like Tariq Black, Shamar Bridges, Dante Demas? I mean, to to some degree, why is Devin Devin Duvray? I mean, James Prochet, Tylen Wallace, what are they even doing here? That would destroy all competition. Um, not to mention the fact that you're adding another guy with recent 
issues staying on the field. You know, people want to talk about, well, Bateman might get hurt. Odell might get hurt. Well, so might DeAndre Hopkins, or he might get suspended. You know, let's, if you look at his recent history, he's played in 10 games in 21. He played in nine games in 22. What, what kind of confidence does that give you that he's a guy that can stay healthy? Now you have a very expensive, shiny new toy sitting in the training room costing up cap space that you could have used for more pressing needs. And I think, Jimbo, you know, I'll, I'll let you comment more if you want on that part of it, but I think pressing needs is the the kind of the final piece to this why the Ravens won't sign DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I would have to agree with you in that it's a it's a scary proposition to me to think about, and I don't know if this would make me a bad GM, but to think about the risk reward in this scenario where you know you bring up the risk outside of him just getting injured and things like that, uh, the guys that you know are going to be coming up on contract years having unproven seasons, right? Having seasons where you know once again they're they're not given an opportunity to fill in some shoes that they could potentially do so, uh, and so. If, if it's me, that's that's the other big piece of it. And at first, I was like, yeah, go get him. Absolutely. Let's go yeah. out there and, and get it done. But at the end of the day, Glenn, there's one football. There just is. And you can only do so much with one football, 50 offensive plays. Call it, you know, okay, maybe I guess there's a little more than 50 offensive plays. But call it 35 passing plays in a game. Yeah. And you're talking, I just named, I think, five young guys. Uh, and so it, it just makes me nervous about the future of, uh, you know, the, the proposition that there could be a chance that these guys don't simply have the opportunity, the live repetitions to turn into the player that we originally drafted for. And then they walk out the door and, you know, they, they go somewhere else, they develop and, and then they end up blossoming or whatever the case may be. But, um, I am starting to come around to the idea of running with who we've got you know, using the young guys that we've got, you know, I think there's a lot of balance in the pass catching room, right? You've got enough of the vets, I think with, with OBJ and Mark's obviously a vet and you got a, a lot of, a decent number of second and third, and even Duvernay's a vet now, but you got some, and, and Nelson Aguilar is also a vet, but then you got a lot of these young hungry guys to where I feel like um, we got enough to get it done. I don't think that if we if we don't make it to the Super Bowl, I don't think people will be like, oh, we didn't have the talent to get it done. If we don't don't and it's and they're blaming it on the pass catching, they'll say, oh, we didn't have the health to get it done. Yeah, yeah, and that yeah, it's a good point. I mean, now they might say that those two are the same that you didn't build enough quality depth behind the often injured guys at the top, but again. You know, DeAndre Hopkins has not had a good track record of playing a ton of football games the last two seasons. And and then to my final point here is the more pressing needs issue, mm -hmm. I think, is is the most important part of why I don't want to bring him in. Because, look, there's a – there is a – you know, it could go awfully well, too, Jimbo. Like, they everybody could stay healthy, including DeAndre. They could bring him in, and he could he could play, you know, like the one like – DeAndre Hopkins that we've – We've seen, or he could get hurt, and now we could have used that money to say, go out and get uh, another cornerback, a mark, bring back a Marcus Peters, who's now a, 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 another year removed from an injury, which most most players don't return to true form until the second year after their ACL repair. So, you know, a lot of people want them to go get him, or maybe 
uh, there's another cap uh, cap casualty that we haven't seen yet on the horizon that won't affect the, the Ravens' compensatory picks, which you know they you know certainly value. Or maybe they could go out and find a pass rusher to add to this this group that you know has a lot of hopes and and kind of optimism surrounding it. But we don't really know what we're going to get from Adafi Way. We don't really know what we're getting from a, a, a Jabo. I think we feel okay about Bowser again in a second year after an ACL repair, but. I mean, I, I get nervous about that room. I'd like to see some talent added to that room and use some of that remaining cap space to more pressing needs. I just don't think that wide receiver, to me, you bring a guy in like that, that's a luxury to bring in a guy after you already added this much talent to the wide receiver. You already added three, was it three first-round draft picks in the last how many years to the wide receiver right. room? I mean, you've already done so much. Why... You know, why use the last remaining cap space that you have to bolster some other important positions uh, wasted on, you know, a luxury pick and adding another receiver to this room? Yeah, I, I tend to I tend to agree with you. Now, let me just throw one more wrinkle in this. Yeah. Um, would there be any consent? So he got an agent, as you guys mm -hmm. probably know, DeAndre Hopkins made himself the I think the at the time he signed his contract, the highest paid non quarterback in the NFL. Uh, and the highest paid wide receiver in the NFL at that time. Uh, got a monster contract from Arizona, you know, with all those things. A no trade clause. Like, got everything, you know, he wanted and could have possibly dreamed for without an agent. Now he's got an agent. Yeah. Uh, and with that being said, I wonder if, like, what the strategy is behind his deal. You know, would there be consideration if he's looking for a longer-term deal? If it's not a one-year deal with OBJ? Because then, you know, you don't run that risk of, oh, crap, well, then we're stunting the rest of the young guys. Maybe then you think about, okay, maybe we need to offload some of these young guys or we just played out this year because of health and, and you know, let the young guys uh, mm. learn and grow and, and hold the clipboard and, and water bottles, right? Like, that's just kind of how it goes. Uh, would there be any more consideration from you if, you know, they're looking at, say, a three-year three deal, something like that, in comparison to what we're all kind of, at least I know me, kind of assuming to be a one-and-done type scenario. Yeah, I, I, that that would make it a little bit more interesting because then you – the one thing that I, I know about this receiver room that gets me a little nervous is that currently, correct me if I'm wrong, there's only, what, two, two receivers under contract past this season, being Bateman and now Zay Flowers, and that's a pretty good start to your room. It's not like it's a bare cupboard. Uh, but if you're telling me now, you know, the next couple of years, you at least have those three. It is, it is tempting, but I, I, I still, I go back to those issues that we, we broke up, you know, we brought up in the beginning where, mm -hmm. you know, is he really going to be a team first guy? Is he going to be a guy that's okay with maybe having a game where, uh, you know, or a few game stretch where his target share gets, you know, dip below because they're seeing Zay Flowers, you know, taking on a bigger role and he's doing what. Like, are we going to have to start worrying about that kind of stuff in the locker room? That has me a little concerned. And also, again, if he gets hurt, all that cap space sitting on the sideline, if he's suspended, he's one drug test away from a year suspension, Jimbo. Mm -hmm. I mean, imagine they sign him to a three-year deal. He gets a, you know, he gets a, a small injury, you know, uses whatever, whatever he was popped with. I'm assuming he was using it for rest or to recover and get back from an injury. What if he, you know, goes back and does that again? Boom, now he's gone for a year. I don't know what that does. I don't know if they can factor that into the contract. I would certainly hope they can. Uh, but I guess in a perfect scenario, if the money lines up, if if DeAndre's, you know, already getting paid all that money from the Cardinals to play against them, and 
I think all the stars would have to absolutely align for the Ravens to consider it. But uh, ultimately, I think there's too many, you know, kind of things in the in the negative column that'll end up leading to him not coming here. Yeah, I mean, I think ultimately you're right, but is it an interesting proposition? And we said it here: yeah. the, Ra- the Ravens aren't going to do it. It's not happening. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. You guys can can uh, rely on old James and Glenn over here. Uh, we tend to get it right at time. Or now, two. if they get them, what's your reaction going to be? <laughs> If we see that they signed them in two days, come on the show. <laughs> How happy are you going to be? I mean, I think ultimately I'll be super excited because he's the best wide receiver in our in our wide receiver room, Barton. And that would prove that maybe look the source we had could be completely wrong, or he could be right. And the Ravens feel and John feels as a veteran coach, and you know he feels fine that this room is strong enough, or the 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 yeah. team is. Just or maybe strong he's matured to... since some of the earlier issues in his career. That right. could be. Absolutely. The one thing I'll say about DeAndre that I will always respect, I've never, I've never seen him loaf on the field. All I've seen him do is work hard, bust his butt. Like that's all I've seen. Yeah. So all the other stuff, just like we said, it's stuff we're reporting. It's not necessarily stuff we agree with other players that I've not been as excited about. It's because I don't, I just don't like loafing. Yeah. Like question their effort. Yeah. You know? So anyway, I'm, I'm, I'll be excited. What about you? Yeah, Welcome I mean, with open I, arms. I, I would be excited because that would mean that the the reports that you know again that we're hearing from the source is that they don't think it's that big of a deal. Yeah, uh, and then maybe he'll he maybe he's getting a bit of the OBJ treatment. You know, OBJ got kind of some labels put on him that have been dispelled by Todd Munkin. You know, is a big part of that. Uh, so maybe maybe if they sign him, that would tell me the Ravens feel good about that part. They feel good about the cap situation. They feel good good about his health. So if they sign them, that will mean they feel good about all these issues I have concerns with. So I'd be excited ultimately, uh, but I don't think it's going to happen, Jimbo. Absolutely. Uh, so make sure you guys leave your thoughts and comments below. We said it here. He ain't. He, the Ravens ain't signing him. Uh, let us know if we're dead wrong, if you believe it gets done, what your thoughts are, all your comments below, and we'll talk to you guys soon. See you. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.